Hello. 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 Welcome to Wednesday. It is September 4th. That is correct. Yes. Yes. I got it right this time. And it is new comic book day. It is Wednesday. We are Talk Comics to Me. I'm Heather. And I'm Champ. Let's get started. Let's do this. <laughs> you, sh- you should go first. Okay. Um, Back to old times. Yes, yes, we'll get started. Um, so I have Berserker Unbound. This is issue number two. Um, in the first issue, our main character here comes to his village and finds everyone slaughtered. Uh, a group of warriors, I guess? I don't know what to consider. Warriors. Um, come to attack him. He runs and somehow ends up falling through a another like a portal to modern day so in this issue it's the guy who ends up finding him in the first one who is a homeless man um they're trying to kind of work together without understanding a word that either of them are saying so it's very frustrating (laughs) um for the characters especially because you know this main character which i can't even remember his name i don't know if they even mention it they might have, and I just didn't know. But our, <laughs> I'm just going to call him a berserker. <laughs> um, he thinks that the guy is, like, leading him to a place that will help him find magic to get home. Misunderstanding all of the signals and signs and stuff, you know, obviously not being from this time. But the guy that is with him just takes him to a soup kitchen so he can eat. That's nice. Yeah, it was very nice. But, you know, he he gets, like, really frustrated because, obviously, there's that language barrier and time barrier. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, despite how, like, boring, I guess, this issue was, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, it was still really fun to read um, because they are yelling at each other in different languages. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Good stuff. Okay, I guess you're ready for me. (laughs) I have the first issue of Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. This is uh, a six-issue miniseries, like a spinoff from the Heroes in Crisis. Mm -hmm. Hey, don't laugh at me, dude. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just that cover. Yeah, no, the cover was very, like, funny. I was not my bag, not my gig, dude. Not, Not something I super enjoyed. I... Sorry, I have, like, mush mouth right now. It's really gross. I hate it. I mean, take a drink. It's disgusting. Champy mush mouth. <laughs> I sound like i am got so much grossness in me. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> You're just human. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, no, not my gig. It was cute. I just... Not into that sort of story, personally. Yeah, I had considered it for a moment, but I just couldn't. But it was all right. It just, yeah, like I said, it it was very cute. Really delves into, like, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy being together and stuff, which is, like, adorable, but... Mm-hmm. Don't really care for it. Yeah, I, I just, I can't get into the Harley Quinn. <laughs> I get it, 100%. Into the Harley Quinn. The Harley Quinn, yeah, the universe. Yeah, it's just... It's... Whatever, I don't... I don't want to bag on anybody who does because it's not like anything I love is really great. Yeah, you're free to love whoever you want. Doesn't mean we're going to love them too. Yeah. So if you like Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy and you like that sort of inner, like, 
that relationship, like, in that dynamic, that interpersonal relationship, that was the word I was looking for. I would have never guessed that. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to throw that out there. uh, That's something I would say. Go for it. Okay. Um, This is Green Lantern issue number 11? 11. One more issue left. I think I understand what's going on. I just want to. I just want to put that out there. I need to go back and reread all the issues because I think this is usually the last book I read, and I'm usually reading it very quickly. And there's a lot of stuff in there. Like I said, Grant Morrison just went hard on that Green Lantern lore. So there's some shit that just goes over my head, and it's like, oh, pretty colors in a book. <laughs> there's words here. A lot of words. A lot of words. I did it. I finished it. I read it. Or maybe I just need somebody who knows more about comic books to just explain it to me. Oh, I've got tons of people I can throw your way. It's like, sit down and explain this to me like I'm a child. There's probably a child who can do this better than I can. What about Hugo? Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, I just... I'm, I'm, I'm too dumb for this book at this point. I just keep reading it, and yes... Art's great. Story is probably good. I like it still. <laughs> but don't trust me because I'm just an idiot. I'm a fool. <laughs> I'm a fool. <laughs> I'm a fool of a took. Oh. <laughs> Who's my favorite? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we both have oh. this uh, Deceased, A Good Day to Die. Is this just a one-shot? Yeah. And it's just part of, like, a... a a super fun, like, branch off the series. Yeah, but I was trying to explain it to Chris because I was like, I feel like it could have still just been yeah. within the main series. Yeah, that's what I was confused about, too. But It's fine. Um, they did introduce a few more characters here. Constantine, um, Barda, and Mr. Miracle. And who's the other one? Mr. Terrific. Yeah, Mr. Terrific. There was one more, though. Or was that it? I feel like... No, they did... Oh, and then Booster. Booster and Blue Beetle. Yeah. Okay, so a few more characters yeah, than well, I, I there, It's like a hodgepodge of everybody kind of who's left trying to save the world if they can. Yeah. Which, who knows at this point. Yeah, it's not looking very bright. <laughs> I I really liked this issue a lot. I know you felt slightly differently, but... It's, and it's not that I didn't like it, because I did really enjoy it, but it just, it seemed off to me, and I don't know how to explain it better. Yeah. It's fair, um, though. But yeah, I did enjoy it. I thought it was a, a good, you know, little one-shot, if that's what it is. <laughs> it says to be continued, question mark. We'll never know. I assume that it'll just end with the series. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I did love Constantine in this a lot. Yeah. I, he was fun. I, I, out of the whole entire series, I liked that, that issue the most, probably. And it, it might be just because, you know, Mr. Miracle and Big Bird. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, that was honestly my favorite part of the book. <laughs> I, th- I just, I love them. They're so good. I love them so much. All right, dude, we talk about Archie. <laughs> okay. So here's Archie. Uh, this is a comic. <laughs> Um, this is part three of five of the Archie and Sabrina, like, little side story, how they met, how they fell in love, and all that kind of stuff. And this, halfway through, is actually the issue where they meet. Okay. Three 
issue three, <laughs> and then they finally meet. Anyway, um, so Archie is getting chased through the woods by some wolves. He gets, like, attacked, and Sabrina's like, I'm a witch, Why? and the wolves disappear. Why is he getting chased by wolves? Um, I don't that he's just getting chased by wolves. The like last he, issue ended with him, like, hearing a noise and then, like, getting chased by wolves, so. Oh, is he, like, out for a jog or something? No. He was at Pop's Diner. Uh. Yeah, see. Uh, so maybe he was just, like, you know, taking a shortcut through the woods? He could have. Okay, sorry, that doesn't yeah, matter. I'm I, I'm stuck on the no, him getting attacked by wolves. Like, what? Yeah, no, he, was, he, he got chased by wolves. Sabrina, shoot him. Um, and then they decide to go on their own little tours of the town. Um, he takes her to all of his favorite spots, and then she takes him to all of her favorite spots. They have a good time, and then she is like, wait, I'm a witch. I can't be with you. So she leaves and says, it's not a good idea. We're different people, blah, blah, blah. But you know that's not the end. Yeah. But she continues to tell you she's a witch. Every chance she gets. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Dumb millennials. Um, I still, I mean, I really enjoy it. I just, I'm not a fan of the art. It really bothers me. They look like little Roblox. You say roadblocks? Roblox. The toys, the robot blocks. Uh, yes, I know what you speak yeah, of. Yeah, that's what they remind me of. And I hope that it's only, it's not like a forever thing, because the art is not bad either. I just... The, art, the, the artist that was doing it before, I just preferred, is all. I'm just being a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> the art is fine. It's really good. It's <laughs> not my bag. Right then. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's fair. Yeah. Okay. So I have Conan the Barbarian, issue number uh, nine. Is that a 12 issue or is it still ongoing? I, I literally have no idea. Okay. I'm just going to read it and when it's done, it's done. I've, I mean, he's got to die at some point. This is the life and death of Conan. But, I mean, it could endlessly go on until, you know, at any point they're like... He's right. not going to die yet. All right, here's his death. <laughs> We're going to be his entire life. 80 years worth of life. <laughs> but in this... I had to read back the last issue, but no need for me to tell you about that. Uh, this issue, he's in a cave, and he's just battling these leechmen who all take the form of, like, past beasts he's fought so just basically conan killing shit for an entire an entire issue until he has to like try to defeat the the main the main monster which is a giant fucking like i don't know sandworm it's a demogorgon it's so so big hold on there it is oh why does that look like my cat sagan (laughs) That does not look like a cat. When she, I mean, that's the face she makes when she eats, though. Yeah. With blood just, like, coming out of her mouth? Probably. I mean. <laughs> but you would really like this issue. There is a lot of blood. Like, a shit ton of blood in that issue. I uh, do like blood. Like, so much blood. That's basically all it is. I'll read it. I'll read a book of blood. <laughs> and you don't have to really understand, like, there's no, like, connections. Just like, here you go. It's Conan. It's Conan. Life and times of Conan. So we know he's not going to die. Yeah, so, I mean, and that's something I've talked about here before is this series is really great if you just want to pick up a single issue and have a little little Conan story. Cool. I feel like issue seven was the one I liked the most, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So that was maybe, yeah, seven. 
I don't know which one that is. <laughs> it's the lady one. Oh, okay. I remember you telling me about that. The ladies. <laughs> it's the ladies. Yeah. Okay. All right. And on to some different sort of sadness. Um, this is Di. This is issue number seven. Yes. Oh, I was right. Seven. Um, so for those who are not reading and who have only heard us talk about this, um, the group is split. So this takes, uh, this follows the, the two who opted to stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I forget her name, but Frank. Izzy? Yeah. Izzy and, is it Frank? Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm awful with names. I just know that he looks like. She get you like a notepad. Yeah, you probably should. But he just looks like Varric from Dragon Age. <laughs> so that's what I think every time. And I don't, Frank isn't even right then, but it's just what I think of. Um, but anyway, it's, you know, him not wanting to go back home. And it, he pretty much tells his story about, like, how shit his life is because of himself. Yeah, he's just a giant shithead. Yeah. This issue is really, I really, I love this. I love this series as a whole. It's hard to describe, like what it is about each issue that, like, I like so much. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I like the first part of the series because it just builds out this world where you vaguely know what it is and it's not hard to grasp onto. And then within, like, these two issues, I mean, you split the group at the end and you never want to split the party. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just 101. It's bad news. You can't split the group. And, uh... So I really like the dynamic of, it, like, the issue six kind of focusing on one person in one group and this issue kind of focusing on one person in this group. And it really is a character-building comic. Yeah. And yeah. I really, really enjoy that about it, too. Because um, I, myself, have never partaken in RPG. Yeah. Except for just video games. Yeah, which counts. Um, but, yeah, but, I don't know. I just really love how in-depth they go with the characters and personalizing each one yeah and it's nice because you know they've spent so much time in this game beforehand that all of these relationships are already built and it's just them coming coming back after a long hiatus as well mm-hmm. i don't know i i fucking love the series so much yeah and the art the art Can is, we just talk about yeah, it for a moment bananas it's beautiful it's the colors and this is so good i'm excited for the vampire I, yeah <laughs> yes I, I assumed you would be yeah as we all are. Mm. Vampires are a great thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just like RPGs, I'd say, I'd say delve into it. Yeah. Or if you like just really in-depth, like, shit. Fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. yeah. It's one for the books. Go ahead. All right, speaking of vampires, uh, this actually came out last week, but I didn't get my uh, copy until later because I'm nice, and I gave it to someone who was not getting it. So now that I told you how nice I am, um, this is Jughead the Hunger versus Vampironica. This is issue four out of five. Um, I honestly cannot remember what happened in the last issue. I know I read it, but I wasn't like lost or whatever when I started reading this. But anyway, um, so they discover that a curse has been brought to Riverdale because the Antichrist, not realizing she was the Antichrist, accidentally read from a book that brings the dead back. Of course. Um, so Betty the accidental antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Betty calls her cousin Bo in because apparently the Coopers are monster hunters. Who would have known? Um, but yeah, Jughead and Vampironica are actually like 
bonding over this shit that's happening to them because now they're both supernatural creatures because in case you didn't know vampironica that means veronica is a vampire <laughs> she's a vampirella yeah except she's a, a large <laughs> um i really love all the archie horror books i've been reading i think they're great i especially love like how mean they are to archie <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is something you would enjoy. Yeah, it's just really funny because he doesn't do anything about it. They just, like, like they threw this huge gun at him, and he falls over and is like, what the fuck? And they're like, you know, let's get you something a little more your speed. And they give him this teeny tiny gun. And he doesn't say shit about it. I would have been like, Are you, okay, a little bigger, but okay. <laughs> it's all right, dude. Yeah, I know. I just, I just think that Archie should have a bigger gun. <laughs> Is that yours or mine? Whoa, it's doing a helicopter noise. I think it it is the song. Oh, thank God. Okay. I thought I was going crazy. No. You are not going crazy. Okay, good. But speaking of crazy, (laughs) I'm going to to speak. I'm going to talk about what the fuck am I doing. This is everything. I love these segues. Number one. Really good. (laughs) That was terrible. That was the worst segue ever. I thought it was beautiful. Everything number one, it's about a small town that gets a store that has everything. It's basically just like a... Walmart? A a Walmart, a Sears, (laughs) you know, anything. I guess Sears don't exist anymore. They do in my dreams. But yeah, so it just has anything and everything you want. But there's something just like not right about the store. I, I really liked it. I... There weren't a lot of words, but it was really colorful and really just, like, trippy in what it was doing, so... Is it supposed to be, like, a sci-fi or, like, horror? I think it's supposed to be kind of a horror. Okay. Because it's just, like, there's definitely something unsettling about this store. Okay. I had considered it, but the woman on the cover makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, no, and I think that's what was, like, off-putting to me, but I... I really enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to check out the second issue, and I I would probably suggest it to anybody who, like, likes horror books, but once again... Ominous horror? Yeah, kind of that, like, overwhelming, like, yeah, something definitely isn't right here. Okay. So, you should... I'll let you look at it. It's yeah, definitely not, it. not a lot there. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's do this. All right. We got Sea of Stars. Boom. This is issue number three. Boom. Um, and this is a story about a father, a son, and a whole lot of space between them. Pretty much the, the dad's, like, uh, ship, like, explodes? Is that what Like, it's it, destroyed. It gets destroyed by yeah. a, a cork shark? Yeah. So uh, the father and the son get separated, um, and it's the father trying to find his way back to the son while the son is just having a great time in space. <laughs> it's kind of, He does finally break and think about his dad, but then he's just like, no, bitch, don't even bring up my dad. We don't even need to find him. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. I have to go enjoy space. Yeah. He's kind of a little asshole. Oh, yeah. Um, but the thing with the boy is he has some sort of... Space magic? Yeah, like magic. Like he can do things that humans should not be able to do in space. 
Um, but he's followed by these two... Like, talk to space monsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's followed by two space monsters who originally were going to, like, eat him, but then they see all this weird shit he's doing, and they're like, let's just keep following him. Yeah, I also love how the monkey really wants to kill him. Yeah, I love it. It's great. The <laughs> monkey la- is pissed the entire time. I laughed until the very end. <laughs> I laughed so hard with the monkey talking to the whale about, like, killing him and the whale being like, I don't know if we can do it. And the monkey being like, I still want to try. Yeah. <laughs> like, just being so, so determined. It's uh, so good. It is really good. It's interesting, like, definitely, like, following the dad. I really loved the scene where he found that plant that had oxygen mm. inside it and was able to hook it up to his space suit. Yeah, that's crazy that he is able to survive just by, like, knowing things. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool series. The art is really awesome. It's, I don't even really know how to describe it, though, like, in a terms of, like, what type of book it is. No, I, I, I would say, I mean, drama more than anything, but it's not just that. No. Like, and it's not strictly that. No, and it's, like, kind of fantasy-based in itself, but also not that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it reminds me, like, obviously sea but like every time I'm reading it I feel like it takes place in the ocean rather than like in space yeah I actually was like when I got to the last page of the book I believe I said out loud (laughs) that space space is like an ocean oh my god and the ocean the ocean is like space it is just like you know it's scary and there's tons of shit out there obviously like that's what like made it happen to me because I'm like oh the ocean's exactly Mm-hmm. There's bigger things, deeper you Yeah, go. the ocean is terrifying. Yeah, that's why it's one of the scariest places besides space, where I, no one can hear you scream. I, <laughs> I went to the ocean one time when I was young. I was in California, and I was, like, really excited to see the ocean for the first time. This is not just why I'm, <laughs> I hate the ocean, why I'm terrified of it. I got stuck in seaweed. <laughs> oh, no. In knee-deep water and almost drowned. How? How does this happen? So, you know, after this whole scene that I threw because I was, like, in the ocean, tangled in seaweed. I don't even know how I managed to tangle myself because my aunt just, like, pulled it off and was like, what the fuck? Um, I almost drowned. So I'm terrified of the ocean because I just, I don't know how to swim either. And Dave told me how he almost got, like, sucked out into the ocean in that story. I'm just, I'm terrified of the ocean. So I'm actually even more terrified of space, too, because of Event Horizon. But So it's a surprise that I like this book at all. As two of your biggest fears yeah. like, just combined. Uh, okay. You, okay, you sorry. Talk, no, you're good. I, I got all, like, yeah, just lost in my feelings just thinking about the ocean. Stressed out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you also just remembered a you know, traumatic event in your childhood. I've been reliving a lot of those recently. <laughs> Um, So this is Over the Garden Wall. This is Soulful Symphonies. This is the second issue of a five-part series. Uh, Greg and Wirt, of course, stumble upon this tiny little town full of weirdos. Um, They, it's like three women, two of them are older, and one of them's younger, who's more, you know, able to connect with the boys. Um, They want the boys to sing in their symphony and put on a play. Um, But of course, there are you know, the old witches have old ulterior motives. Um, and it's not good, um, but it's really it's really funny. Just, I, I don't know. I love this TV show. It's one of my favorite cartoons. 
And I love the comics because it just gives a little more. And I imagine we're singing yeah. Elijah Wood, you know, just like Elijah Wood's voice. So yeah. every time I'm reading this, that's who I hear is, except it's not just Elijah Wood, it's Frodo Baggins. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're just having a good time. Yeah, yeah. This is, um, if you like the show, then I would de- de- deputy definitely recommend, like, picking up the series, like the comics, because they are just little side stories from the show. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> All right, well, I have something that's not so cute. I have something is killing the children. I really liked it. What is killing the children? Do they not explain No, they do actually just kind of, I, I mean, maybe not, but this big... Oh thing is possibly killing the children so just so you know that you find out it immediately what is possibly killing the children i liked it because there was a re- it just like kind of built up in a really interesting way where it starts out with uh this young boy telling his friends like a scary tale while they have a sleepover and they Campfire all story yeah and they all decide to go down to this quarry and then something bad happens because it's and I like how the dynamic of it happens because you kind of just do like a page flip and you like he's in this uh, interrogation room being interrogated by like a detective and there's blood all over his shirt and he's just like I don't know I heard them screaming and then it's like the That's title the page starts. yeah it's it, like an episode of Law and Order yes <laughs> I wouldn't describe it like that but sure I've never even seen Law and Order I just imagine that's how detective shows start I I can't remember I know I've I know I've seen Law and Order I've erased it all from my brain though SVU yeah probably I mean any of those any of those shows anyway <laughs> yeah, this I'm, is not I'm sorry this is on the a different scale. This is not anything like Law and Order okay. at all. It's a nice little little horror tale, I guess. Horror, 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 horror tale. Horror about you know uh, something killing children. Something killing children. A monster, maybe a monster hunter, maybe kids trying to fight back. Oh shit! I dug, I dug it. I love a good revenge story. I'm into it. I'm, I'm, I'll have to check that out. Because yeah. I considered it. Um, I can't remember what made me not this get it. it. It was kind of something when I read it, I was like, I think you would like it. Uh, the, the turn was the one thing I didn't really like. I really didn't like the reveal, which is why I can't be 100% certain that I know exactly what right. what it is. So. Could have been a fake out. Yeah, exactly. There has to be a red herring, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Is that a law and order term? <laughs> Okay, guys. This is um, what we're doing next. <laughs> um, this is Buffy. This is issue eight. Look at this nice Kevin Wada cover. It is Anya. Um, this is being Anya. And this is part of the Buffy and Angel event, the Hellmouth Prelude. Yeah, so it's kind of kicking, kicking shit off. Yeah. Um, so this is our Halloween issue. <laughs> it's fun. Um Basically, Buffy is at a school dance, and while she's at the school dance, Giles and his partner are going to the exhibit that Buffy's mom puts on, or what is the word for that? Takes caters? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But it's an Egyptian um, artifact exhibit in Sunnydale, Um, and of course, Drusilla 
main bitch. Um, she is fucking shit up. Yeah, she's not okay with it because it was all stolen. She is there to reclaim stuff that isn't even hers. Um, but yeah, you know, classic Buffy. <laughs> it is classic Buffy. It does introduce Angel and Buffy meeting for the first time and just... But you don't really know that it's him. Yeah, but it, that's right? kind of like perfect yeah. Buffy fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I I just, like I said to you early, earlier, and I would like to talk about, I just felt like I missed an issue. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was something I wasn't... Yeah, I wasn't it, grasping. Like I felt like it jumped, it jumped, and I didn't know what was going on. Yes, because the last issue, as we also had discussed mm-hmm. already, um, was just Willow dealing with the effects of losing half of her soul, and then it jumps to this. So it does kind of feel like there's something missing in between, and it doesn't make it bad. It's no. just kind of confusing when you're trying to figure out what is missing. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's not too far in. It's easy to go back and read, and maybe I just forgot mm-hmm. stuff that happened just because I'm reading so many things that my brain's just like, no, dog, no more, you no more. Th- yeah, you don't need to think about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You've yeah. got way more important things going on. I don't, but <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Let's be real. Okay, are we ready? I guess. Okay. So, as we've been doing, this is last. This is House of X. This is issue four. And shit, don't quit. Now this this issue goes hard and fast. Just normally how I like it, but <laughs> this time I was not pleased. Yeah, this issue does not slow down at any point. I just feel like it definitely connects with Powers, well, no, was that House of X three last week? That was House of X. Sorry, last House. Week. Yeah, definitely connects with House of X three, and builds upon that. You know, a cliffhanger that is on the end of there, and it's just we lose so many people, guys. It's one of those things that you're prepared for, though, in any X Men book, and especially one with the stakes as high as this. But you don't like this. Is the thing I've also kept in mind is where is this and what we're reading. Because we've definitely read different timelines of Moira's. So That's true. is this one of those timelines and we're gathering more information or is this like the timeline? I guess we'll find out next week. <laughs> That's what like there's just and I need to go back. I have to get my other issues, but it's Yeah, this every time every week I don't think it could get like any better, which this isn't necessarily better. It's it's because it's, 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 it's hard. Yeah, but it's good in a different way. Yeah. Like it just doesn't pull any punches, and it just I feel like each page you're waiting for the next thing and just wanting to see where everything goes. And I, it just connects such a really great story, and it makes the stakes so high. And especially like all of the end pages that are connected without really being connected, where you're just kind of feeling all of the emotions of the issue, and it just like gives you those emotions in different ways as well. That is the one thing I really, really like about the art for this, too, is, like, you can actually, like, feel how these, like, the way that Mm -hmm. they're drawn, like, you can just feel how upsetting everything (laughs) is. Like, the the facial expressions and stuff, especially, like, jeans. Like, they're so good. Yeah, that that part with Cyclops where he's just, like, looking forward and he's, like, the bravest, bravest man I know. And it's just like, fuck, dude. This, yeah, this, uh, 
this would hit me really hard just because of everything else that I was reading <laughs> yeah. yesterday. So I'm still, I'm recovering from like a lot. <laughs> I don't want to like give anything away because if I mention what I had read, it'll spoil what's happening in this too. So sorry guys. It's great though. It I is think. good. It is really, really good. And if you haven't been picking up the issues, um, they are going to release a hardcover with house and powers together. Which I think would be really cool, and I have all the issues so far, but I think I want to get that too. <laughs> Just have it all in one place. I mean, that is that is a nice thing yeah. too. Uh, yeah, no, I would definitely suggest picking it up in trade. It is a very, it's a very good story, and it's really interesting to read. And it is just, I don't know, like I said, I ended up picking it up half halfway through. So it yeah. obviously like made me want it. Yeah, it's. It's a really good X-Men story. It is a really good X-Men story. It's really fucking good. And I can't, I mean, I read this one twice because I just, I could not believe like what Jonathan Hickman had done to me. <laughs> I'm offended. Um, I'm hurt. I'm going to write a letter about it. I feel okay about it. I, and <laughs> I do though. I mean, I'm okay with it. I just, he, he had no right. That many, like, it was a lot for one issue. I feel like when you got this far in and spent your money on it, it's it's basically a blood contract at that point. That's true. And You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you've sold your soul to Jonathan Hickman now. You're right. You're right. right. I'll I'll write him a letter, but just to say thank you for my blood. (laughs) He'll understand what it means. Uh, I don't understand what it means. Do you? Yeah. Okay. 100%. All right. Well, with that, uh, this episode of Talk Comics to Me was brought to you by Law and Order, SVU. Mm-hmm. Mariska Hargitay. Christopher Poloni. Uh, yeah, I was like, I don't remember his name. I'm surprised I remembered that. <laughs> I just know him as the cook in Wet Hot American Summer. So we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, It's new comic book day, so go out, buy some new comics. Read them all. Read them all. Every single one. We dare you. That's your goal for the week. Read every single comic. Thank you. Uh, Anyway, we'll uh, bring you our picks and pulls later this week, and we love you. Thank you for listening to us. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.